episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there's an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? BuyMeACoffee.com is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do to show support with a few taps is by leaving a tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk and keep block talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. This week, a lot of celebrities got canceled, while a bunch more decided to move into a reality TV show house in hopes of becoming relevant again. It's time for the Block Talk Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for shade. Joining me on the panel this week are Mikey, Scout, and Atomic Annie. Hello! Hi. Hi. Yo. (laughs) Uh, Yo. Annie, welcome to the show. This is your first time on the panel. It is. Thank you for having me. Um, The other two, welcome back. No, I could never get enough. Um, So we will be talking five pop culture topics, headlines, stories, and rather than the usual rapid fire, we are going to break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in a given week, so some of your favorites might not make it. But if you want us to discuss something, reach out, DM me at Michael Block Talk on Instagram. No promises. Wow, this was a weird week. This was a week of you don't get to do your thing no more. There's a lot happening. Yeah, Who got canceled this week? Oh, people were talking about. <laughs> yeah, a lot of wow. people got canceled. I mean, that's fair. Love it. Love when people yeah. get canceled. Now, how's um, everyone's week been so far? Everyone on the East Coast is getting snowed in. This is the weirdest week ever. Everything was like 12 off. days long. Right. And it's just like, and everyone in my life also had like very weird weeks. It's just, there's a lot going on. Miserable week. What stars are in this alignment or whatever, but they need to fucking stop. (laughs) Yeah, I need a break. I need need to calm down a little bit. Good news, though. My grandfather turned 80 this week. That's fun. Yeah. There's a bit of good news since everyone else seen that shit week. (laughs) He had a great week. (laughs) That's that's, that's so exciting. Um, Did you throw a birthday party? They sure did, and I showed up, and it was open bar, but it was right after I got my booster, so the bitch couldn't drink. Oh. Uh, didn't you know that, so why didn't you make it a different day? Because I wanted the Moderna, and they basically were like, we have X amount of Moderna left at this location near you. And I said, well, looks like I'm going to get my shot today. Okay, well, choices. You, you, you yeah. picked a shot over a shot's. I sure did, but it was also a Thursday night, the party, from 5 to 10, and that's late for a Thursday when a bitch got to be up at 8 in the morning. It's also late for an 80-year-old. Yeah. yeah. He was there to... 5 to 10 open he was bar there, for an 80-year-old? He was right. there till midnight. Oh, I'm kicking that wild at 80 He was there old. till midnight, that's throwing wild. them back. Oh, my God. My <laughs> grandfather knows how to party. Watch it. It's his a later bedtime mom. than I do. 
<laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to see if I can party. It's been a long year for me. I don't know how I'm going to do tomorrow at the Glam Awards. Um, uh, as I'm going to tell people, Awards. it's going to be a meet and greet. Y'all come to me. You're going to have to come see me because I'm not going to walk around. Um, but also, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see certain people. I'm excited to lose because um, that's going to be so much fun. Make a temper tantrum happen and it'll throw a hissy fit because they should not be nominated in a public category. You should just go accept it for them. Oh Do my god, hold the jump about it. I thought about it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um hey, big news there pull is... a moonlight and read the wrong name. Mm-hmm. Uh Bob the Drag Queen will not be hosting it. So we got Britta and Rose. Great options too, but what happened to Bob? I don't know. Bob moved to in LA. He's oh, not on the wrong coast. <laughs> yeah, but but Bob has been announced for a while. It says the ongoing pandemic, so I wonder what that is code for. Who knows? She got no. She I don't know. This drama. seems yes, like we know what it's ins- code for. She you're trying to better, insinuate better drama. <laughs> sure. All right. Let's let's dive into our first topic. Previously on Big Brother, eleven people who somehow fell under the moniker celebrity entered the house to battle it out for the grand prize the cast does not quite reflect the much grander rumored cast but this is what we got the celebrity big brother three cast includes drag race guest judge and celebrity stylist carson kressley snl star chris Catan, the other and in sync guy chris kirkpatrick real housewives of atlanta cynthia bailey nba star and former kardashian boy toy lamar odom ufc fighter maisha tate Olympic third placer Mira Nagasu, Travis Barker's ex Shana Mokler, former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cast member and John Mellencamp's offspring Teddy Mellencamp. What you talking about, Willis? Todd Bridges and that motherfucker, Todd Recall. Ten anonymous strangers walk into a bar. Yeah, so is this celebrity Big Brother or just a regular season of Big Listen, Todrick Hall came in second place on The Masked Singer. He lost to Jewel. Todrick Hall was in a Taylor Swift music video. One time he punched me in the face. It was awesome. Um, so all of that just made me feel like. As, as a gay man, I want this celebrity Big Brother house to unite against Carson and Todrick so quickly. Oh, there's um, the alliance. The right? Like, see, that's, I want that's... the two of them on the block immediately. So here, here's, here's <laughs> as everyone knows, I love Big Brother. I know how this game plays. So there in, this, in the first season, there was an automatic alliance because of uh, Shannon Elizabeth and Marissa Jarrett Winoker because they worked together. They knew each other. And mm-hmm. it, and Ross Matthews was kind of part of that little trio. But Shannon Hilarious Ross so Matthews. fucking hard. So fucking hard. And it, it fucks her out. Um, and then last season, uh, yes, last season, um, uh, 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 Tamar Braxton and uh, what's her face um, from Real Housewives of Atlanta like knew each other but hated each other. Um, but it was an alliance. It was crazy. What the hell was her Todrick name? and um, um candy burst uh, uh but then this season you have todrick and um carson who are familiar hope, at least i hope one works with each other one on person drag race. in that house has watched an episode of drag race and is like no no no, they know each other we gotta they gotta go Mm-mm, nope don't worry about them tell me which one none of them they're none all of these straight. people the straight oh, maybe, they have, have, a, maybe they have a gay best friend who forced them to watch an episode one friday during the pandemic you don't know what no, happened in the women maybe but the women are going to be like Teddy Mellencamp are the only two possibly on here that could ever have watched this show. And I don't not know the housewife girl, not the housewife girl. Yeah, they did. Cynthia and Teddy. Oh, the fact that I... John Mellencamp's daughter is a real housewife. This world mm-hmm. is wild. Yeah. This world is just I'm... fucking wild. 
now I'm I said I was going to I was going to cover the show if Shangela was on. She is not. She dressed the rumors. Just like I don't know how that started. Um, it would have been good if they had Shangela on. And New York, I yeah. wanted oh, Shangela in New York and everyone screaming now. at each other. Well, New York has her own show now where you can yeah. win ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, um, the prize is ten grand for her. Even show. painted with Raven gave more money than that. Right, what drag Lawrence Cheney. Um. So, do we remember Chris Kirkpatrick? What has he Who? done? No. Who? Yeah, in sync. The la- the last one, the, the fifth one. Oh yeah, she was an in sync, wasn't Imagine she? Imagine if they had gotten yeah. Justin. That would have been dope. In <laughs> sync can't even get Justin. I want I want like post freed Britney Justin on twenty four hour live camps. That's one hundred percent what I want. He'd break within the first twenty four hours. <laughs> Why has she not gone after him yet? She's going after Jamie too she's hard. I need more Justin. One by one. She's, got, she she's taking him down one at a time. Is there oh. a favorite in the house? Are we Team Carson by default? What are we doing no. here? How, I'm not Team Carson. Why do we not like Carson Cressley? I don't know. He's no, the only one from the old queer I cast that I like still kind of keep up with, which is an exaggeration, is the guy who hosts Chopped, the like cooking one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I don't just, know. I just feel like I think like if between Ross Matthews and Carson Chrysler of the two of them, I'd be like, I'd rather see Ross Matthews, and he's already been there. He already did it. Honestly, I'm gonna watch it. I'll watch it, and and maybe meet these new people, and and think, okay, cool. I want to look back on their terrible careers i don't know i i mean chris Kattan for me is 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 someone who i always adored but i know he's had a lot of like health issues and like sobriety issues so this is going to be an interesting journey to watch him um i mean when tom green was on he was excellent television he was a great oh, game player tom green was so, so good on celebrity big brother i don't know who watches this show but if you are good at big brother it could be a good season so i i'm gonna i'm gonna try to say it's gonna be an okay show I'm how would gonna... all of you yeah go ahead I just, this man has sobriety issues and he's going on this show. I don't want to watch. It's been a while. It's been a while. I still don't want to watch someone fall apart on television. And that's all Big Brother is just 24 hours of people falling apart. But not like, how would you do? Not like break a bunch of sobriety. Like that's a little aggressive. I think that starts to happen or he reaches for it. They need to just pull him out, period. Of course. How, how How would you do on Big Brother? Who? Me? Yeah, you. I would probably be terrible. I no. Let me let me rephrase that. I would probably get about as far as Frankie Grande got because That's I would far. try. One big brother. Maybe not as far. As Frankie was maybe, on a regular season. Maybe about midway through because I try and run the house, and that's who always loses is people that run the house. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I would why, try and do. That's why you got the first half of the game sleep. Let everyone do everything, <laughs> and you sleep. I'm not even kidding. That's the strategy. Like be an alliance and sleep. Don't make any moves until you have to. Oh. That's why I would win. I would do very well this game. This is this is my game. This in the circle, I, I think to... I'd be doing great. I'd be good at the circle. That's I just like don't know. Really... Yeah, too. Like just the idea, like that everyone's kind of anonymous. It's like Big Brother, but you don't actually meet people. It's like cool. Exactly. I, I see. I'm a writer, so I think the circle would be great. I'd be. I think if I pick the right catfish, I would be good at this. You'd go in as a catfish. Absolutely. You think anyone would want to give me any money? <laughs> Look at me. No one's giving me money. I almost made a really crude joke. 
Well, well, you can make it if you want. Oh my god! I mean, Make a Wish will give you money. Oh. Uh-huh. I mean, listen, I make Make a Wish jokes all the time. I say, if if you ever see me with a very really attractive person, it's because Make a Wish contacted them. Um. Oh my god! I'm aware. I'm aware. So, oh. will you be watching any of you, anyone besides me? Am I the only I'll watch. Watching? I'll watch. Normally, okay. I'm very here for like small niche people getting like a platform but i don't know that this season is like for me i'm happy for them that they like are getting their name out there so that they can like become celebrity big brother it'll just start out as a regular season (laughs) it'll be fun i'm excited scout you and me will watch it we'll we'll text you're gonna have to like you have to remind me i will don't worry (laughs) it's so under your radar (laughs) no it's because pokemon came out and that's that's all the bitch does very bad it's everything. Uh, All right. Topic number two. Jenny Nugan is fired from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City amid controversial posts from the past. Bravo has fired the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City's Jenny after images of racist Facebook posts resurfaced on the internet. The posts on the now-deleted Facebook were anti-Black, anti-BLM, pro-Trump, pro-Blue Lives Matter, and anti-vax and conspiratorial. Jenny took to an Instagram live apologizing on one hand while digging herself into a deeper hole as she tried to justify some of her comments. She also suggested and blamed someone from her team who might have had access to her socials and posted the memes. Oh, and she sat next to her friend who happened to be black while doubling down on her Republican beliefs. Why? Some people are just very detached (laughs) from reality. That response reminds me of like when Santino tweeted all that anti-vax stuff and then immediately was like, I was hacked. And then I was hacked. Never heard from him again. Yeah. Until we saw the hat in uh, Dragon Age 14. Why would you like blame anything on being hacked? That's just such a like, that's such a dog ate my homework excuse. Then to also blame your team. That's just bullshit. 2022. You can't like. You just gotta. But also, if you say know. something that dumb, like, of course, that's the excuse you're gonna give. Like, I don't know why I would expect anything other from like someone who doesn't think a vaccine is safe. Now, a later live continued her justification to her while saying police brutality is bad, but police are also the victims. Uh, bypass. I Not can't. That. <laughs> Bye. Are any of you um, Salt Lake City fans? <laughs> I thought you meant like just the city in general. Like, I the love the city. city. The Mormon <laughs> Boys. Yeah. Oh my God, Romney Mormon Boys. What a great website. Romney. I'm a fan of the Mormon Boys. Does you that mean count? the website, right? The, 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 the... I had to change its name. <laughs> There's a website? It's now called Missionary Boys. I, I was like, it's now Missionary Boys. That's kind what of do you funny. think it was? It was. Yeah. Kinky. Oh my God, that's funny. That's actually um, the website that Alyssa Hunter's dad saw on her computer. <laughs> <laughs> That's. He said, "Oh my God, I love those Mormon boys." Uh, oh God. <gasps> well, should celebrity, regardless of stature, be held at a higher standard for their views, and should they be held accountable for their actions? Yes. I mean, period. Yeah, yeah, you're in the public eye. I also just think it's hilarious that like I don't watch Real Housewives on the regular, but like the only other thing I knew about Salt Lake City was like Jen Shaw and her like federal indictment problems and i'm just like <laughs> yeah. what is this cast that they have found like where like, did they in salt lake city of the 12 women in salt lake city this is who they just found like every like 
it's wild that those are just well, like the two things I know about this show. What I'm learning because I, I I'm very disconnected from, aside from Real Housewives New Jersey because I mean those are my girls they, they live next door to me basically but there is a history of other housewives having racist backgrounds that have not been receiving the same fate. Does Bravo need to do a better job at vetting their cast or is this just a bad press is good press because no press is bad press? I mean I think across the board all reality shows need to do a better job of vetting their cast. Period. Yeah. My question is, and now this is not a pushback because I agree, but my question is how? How do you do a better job? I mean, I Raise think that like... When they're children, just put, lock them in the house. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in casting, Because so. it's like, you, you can like get people um, to see your socials, but you can hide a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like the producers don't even do keyword searches on Twitter. They don't. Like, literally just, this is, like, this is going to sound weird in any other context, like, run through the list of slurs to just, like, make sure, like, base level. Yeah. If someone's, like, a white woman from Salt, Salt Lake City, or frankly, they're just not Black, like, keyword search Black people on Twitter just to, like, yeah. do some base level checking. Like, it's not difficult. Yeah. I think. A lot of it too is just that like so many of these like decisions are being made by people who are completely out of touch with like what like the online community is in 2022 and they're just so like yeah. in their own world of like Hollywood whatever blah 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 that they're like Andy oh Cohen. like it'll never actually like it'll and if it's a problem we'll deal with it when we deal with it and it's like doesn't actually affect them on the way it affects people who are like watching it and like taking it in so it's very you know, just like everything needs young blood I guess yeah I mean everyone who's watched this show said it's entertaining it's great um clearly the show is going to be able to exist without her i mean again she's someone who uh, she, she claims i mean no, she claims she's a minority she's an now. asian woman and she's kind of saying well i can say these things are but at the same time work. can uh, we is it fair is it fair to cancel people in the entertainment business for being republicans i say yes um but like Hell, it's fair to Does she have a Democrats point? Too. Right. That's fair. <laughs> so, period. This is where, like, as much as I want to be like, yeah, fuck the Republic. Like, that's where it kind of reaches a point. Are they, because you can't cancel someone for like a political belief. You can for problematic, like, social issue stuff. At least the network. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like this, like we can all say, you know, we're going to stop watching Vince Vaughn and Tim Allen movies and TV shows, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the network can't be like, oh, you're a Republican. You've never said anything problematic in your life on social media, like nothing that we can prove. We can't cancel you. But like if someone's going to go out there and start saying slurs or start sharing harmful anti-vaccination stuff, then that's when it's like, okay, now we can hold you accountable. But if there's nothing that they've outright done other than voted for a Republican or voted for a campaign or given money to a campaign, unless it's like the KKK or a Nazi or a white <laughs> supremacy, like which I there's celebrities care. that have done that. But like, it, unless it's outwardly like that, you can't, you can't. Cause then that sets a precedent. Cause what happens then if Republicans enter into these positions and then they just fire anyone who's Democrat, that's again, never said anything problematic, but it, it sets a bad precedence. And I, I as much as I would hate as much as I don't necessarily want to support them, there's and, other and ways that's, I can do it. And that's unfortunately also, what think, she's she's doing here is she she's kind of latching on to that because you can't yeah. cancel her for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even it's though she said everything else, she did. Of like, yeah. 
Yeah, she's like, looking for a scapegoat. Spew all your like Republican shit, whatever, dude. Like, I'm, I'm I don't follow you. I don't give a shit. But like, yeah, if the next thing you're doing is saying like a bunch of racist shit, then I'm gonna be like, all right, now we're now we're. I mean, let's yeah, all be I, honest I, with ourselves. I mean, most of these Blue Housewives and all these series are probably Republicans. Most of these oh, celebrities yeah. that are rich are closet Republicans. Like, if you have money, famous, like money to progressive people, politicians. Right, like they just say, don't say the quiet part. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that even a lot of these like famed queer people, like I'm sure, I'm I'm not sure, but like Carson Kressley is probably a Republican. You know what I no, mean? No, like, don't say that about him. RuPaul is protecting <laughs> his land McPhee. rights with his vote. Well, Catherine McPhee is a crazy person. No, she's a Republican. Like yeah. she, and she's one of those. Exactly, I love she's a crazy gays. person. I love. She's a, like lauded as a queer icon and she's constantly donating to the republican party so like they're all fucking republicans once you get a little bit of money that's when you flip yeah it was also in the same season as todd recall of the mass singer you're not a republican like todd recall still not want to like pay dancers so (laughs) assholes are assholes Oh, remember yeah. that song? Remember I hope they how talk we about all it. Loved, I hope um, oh, he's keeping it alive. He's done like 20 different remixes. There's gonna be like that a song is still not dead somehow. It's like it's the good. It's catchy. What song asked for this? Nails, hair, hips, heels. Pass 40,000. He's like keeping made. the bitch track alive. Let it die. All right, ready for more controversial shit? Sure. To celebrate Disneyland Paris's 30th anniversary, British designer Stella McCartney has dressed Minnie Mouse in a special outfit that is a navy blue pantsuit with black polka dots. She will also be donning it in honor of Women's History Month in March. The costume change caused a stir on social media, and guess what? Fox News. Regardless of femininity and woke culture, how do we feel about the actual look? Like, it's actually not cute, though, right? The corporate rat is in a is in a pantsuit. Everybody, riot! <laughs> It's so <laughs> fucking stupid. Like Stella McCartney. Yeah, it's not cute. Makes, it's not cute. Well, Stella McCartney makes fucking pantsuits. I don't know why this is news. Why are we losing our mind over the fact that Stella McCartney was given the opportunity? If she had done a dress, would Candace Burr be fucking pissed? No, it's it's dumb. It literally makes no sense. Like yeah. it, it's just oh, no, no, this, this one is Owens. It's for this one is, month. This is the token uh, black lady on Fox News. I know who she is. Um, oh, I'm very aware. aware. You, meant, so, you said the other, you said the other bad Candace. Uh, again, I'm very aware of who this bitch is. Like, I may have said the name wrong, but I'm very aware of her. I just, like the, I don't, can't say her name. I don't understand <laughs> why we're losing our mind over a literal fucking cash grab from Disney for one month. Then they're going to put her back in her fucking polka dotted well, dress. The new right wing nut job, Candace Owens, to express outrage that the cartoon character would dare wear a pantsuit threatening, claiming it threatens the very fabric of our society. She continued to claim that this was a way to distract from things like inflation. Owen seems to forget that while Minnie Mouse may be a product of American pop culture, this is for France and has zero to do with our government. It's so funny. I, for one, think we should just put Minnie Mouse in a jock strap, and that would really get the girls going. I don't understand why. Yeah, did put they want Mickey a in a jock suit? strap. Let's see like, what happens. You can't even. You can't even get elected president wearing a pantsuit. Like <laughs> <For> real. <laughs> one day, one day, Kamala will be president. Don't worry. What? Pass. Right. <laughs> so she's gonna, so she gonna wind up on the Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. 
Well, in related news, Eminem has forced the green Eminem to be less sexy while changing the shoes the for rapper? both the green and brown yeah. Eminem. Less yeah. sexy Eminem the rapper. Eminem be a dirty little slut. Yeah. Should we care what cartoon characters wear? No, why is this news? I, for one, I think it's the most important thing in the world. Were <laughs> um, people talking about how it was like some PR thing because Eminem yeah, it was is. child slavery to like harvest chocolate? Yes. Yeah. Mars like was like, Mars and Nestle and some other company are like all going to trial like real soon for it because they've used child slavery to harvest all their chocolate. Mm-hmm. Right, fuck the green Eminem. But hey, at also, least she's not I mean, wearing they don't slut want boots now. We love Vanessa Tucker Williams. wants to fuck the green M&M and now he can't because she's wearing sneakers instead of fucking he high heels. Who's for you can't fuck a green M&M and sneakers. Is it his name Tucker Carlson? Yes. Oh. yes. He, want, he literally went on a rampage about how the green M&M no longer was fuckable because... <laughs> Good for him. He was like, Standing she's not sexy. Right Why can't topics. she be sexy? I want a sexy green M&M to look at. (laughs) But like also low-key, the green M&M used to identify as a male, so. Trans. Also. There's a trans M&M. For real. M&M, the brown M&M with the glasses? Or am I misremembering that? Wait, what? No, there's another one. The brown M&M. The brown one's also. She's also getting sneakers, but he specifically targeted the green one. Well, the green one, the brown one didn't used to have her big pleasers on. The green one was. I want them to be taller. Like, I want Bimini Bamboo Lash shoes. Uh, (laughs) You know what? I want to drag Queen Eminem now. Put her in, like, put the green Eminem in the Alexander McQueen shoes. You know that poem (laughs) where it's like, like, I want a fag president. I want a president who loved or died of AIDS. Someone did that with Eminem. No. (laughs) And it was everything. I saw that too. That's incredible. Now, what cartoon characters do you think need? A new look. Who needs to don a new costume? Mickey needs uh, to be in a jock strap. Okay, we got <laughs> Mickey in a jock strap. What else? Who else? <laughs> Let's put Anyone Arthur the Aardvark. Arthur the Aardvark in JLo's dress, the green one. Mm-hmm. Right. Not- he was already being suggestive with that fist meme. Wait, no, Mr. Rapper and Drag Queen. He's already gay. He's halfway there. Oh, that's right. That Listen, was that everyone was mad about. Yeah, everyone the was fact, so that's mad. The fact that this became news on Fox News is just hilarious because they also just don't want to talk about the re- problems that they're having. I mean, um, I don't want to talk about so, reality either. So yeah, that's true. So, yes. I'm gonna as be long mad as I can't fucking abstract me, then <laughs> not well, anymore. Let's talk about how fuckable she is. Thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> now I can't fuck from hell. <laughs> All right, let's move on to topic number four. It's more drama and controversy. Prolific musician Neil Young has asked Spotify to remove his music after an ultimatum about removing shock jock Joe Rogan's podcast that spreads fake information about vaccines. Spotify has decided to take the side of the podcaster and has removed the one Young's that makes catalog a shit ton of, of money. <laughs> Breaking Shocking. news last night, fellow Canadian music icon Joni Mitchell has asked to be removed from the streaming platform as well, standing in solidarity with Young leave it to apple who has now claimed it is the home of neil young thanks corporation yeah um, people here <laughs> how many Let, people are gonna jump ship from spotify not enough. music over not enough but people not enough people are. <laughs> um what should spotify have done in this situation 
Remove Joe Spotify, Rogan. Spotify never should have given Joe Rogan a contract to begin with, so this is not necessarily surprising. <laughs> I think a good way to like sum up the way Joe Rogan thinks and how dangerous it is for him to have a platform is someone was like, if I put on a suit of armor, I could in 60 seconds convince Joe Rogan that I was a time traveler. Yeah. And I think that's very accurate for like <laughs> how that man thinks. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, should music artists. streaming platforms have a stronger hold on the content of their creators? Or are they should they be given free reign as they clearly are allowing Joe Rogan to have? Um, I mean, I think like it's like a kind of like fake principled stand of being like, oh, we're not gonna get in the way of like uh what like uh, what the people are making and saying, or whatever. Like we're just here to like give them a platform. Like obviously, like you can create Spotify. Like you're not giving anyone a platform. It's like something like per 100 streams i think you get like a cent yeah it's like you make no money off like artists make no money off of it um and it's also like the problem is like all of spotify's revenue and everything is all like split up and paid out based on like market share so like of course the people who are like out there with stakes in it are going to be like well let's say the most like outrageous shit we can because that's going to get us more people and that's how we get a bigger market share and make more money so it's just like spotify's like Spotify has like a, lots of problems in general, just like paying and funding and whatnot. So they're not going to stop someone who's bringing in. It's also dangerous too, because like there's this whole brand of conservative like bro who they kind of feign ignorance and like almost like just are like asking questions when they like know what they're doing. It's like when those networks will have some panel about like climate change or whatever and they'll have a scientist and then some guy who's like, I don't fucking believe you. And then they're like on equal footing having a debate. Joe Rogan's like one of those guys where he's like basically accumulated enough of a platform where him just being an ignorant asshole like comes off as expertise. And like Spotify, I mean, it, it makes the money so they're not going to remove it or anything, but he like knows what he's doing and I, he'll never admit it. But he's him being like, oh, I just, I don't know. Like, do you trust the vaccine? Oh, yeah, he's not dumb. Right, he's equivocally saying like, no, like, I don't trust the vaccine and you should not get it. I mean, there's a big difference between, you know, freedom of speech and freedom from consequence. And I think, yes, you, he can say whatever he wants to say, but in terms of does Spotify have to pay him and give him a platform? No, they really don't. Like, you can go and you can say it. You can go fund your own website if you want to to keep saying the shit you have. And if you have a big enough following, people will follow you. But Spotify absolutely can say, you know, this is, it misinformation, this is harmful information, this is bad rhetoric that is leading people to make bad life choices, you can, you're done. If you want to keep going, go find your own platform. That, that's the thing people- Is the government. Like, it's not even corporations. Yeah. Like, you can't say whatever you want to say because the government's not the one who's going to censor you. Like, yeah. like you're not going to go to jail for saying what you want to say. You have that freedom, but there's consequences right. to what you say. If you're telling people to go drink bleach, you can then be sued and in trouble for people drinking a lot bleach. Of, a lot of like what, especially with like Spotify, Facebook, like bigger, like huge tech companies too. I think like one of their issues now that they're facing is this whole thing of like, they don't want, they don't want to like do anything that's going to invite an angry like party to like bring any sort of legend or like any sort of like legal action against them that's going to make the government look into like whether or not they're a monopoly because like they do have such a huge platform that's just kind of like it's like apple music and spotify have kind of like there's not really like 
there are other streaming services, sure, whatever, but like they're not going to have the reach that that does. So like, I think with these huge companies, they're not, they don't want to like piss anyone off with a lot of money to then have like, oh, invite the like legal action to be like, oh, are you a monopoly? Should you be broken up? Should there be like, right. you, you know, all this stuff. So they're just kind of like, they know that they're in such a precarious spot with like where everything is that it's easy for them to just be like, we're not going to do anything that rocks the boat. What, what because... legendary artist is it going to take for Spotify to finally cave? I don't, I feel like it would have to be like an actual like record label or an actual like right. huge like collective of like, I, I don't even think like, I like maybe Taylor Swift. It would but take- even then she has like, everyone would just go by Taylor like Swift anyways. I don't know. Like it's, yeah, it's like. It would take it's one artist. huge, yeah. It would take the top 20 biggest artists and at least three record labels pulling their yeah. music out for Spotify to be like, okay, now we are going to take Joe Rogan off because we've lost 80% of our content. But that's not going to happen because the people who own the record labels are invested exactly. in Spotify. They're invested in Spotify, <laughs> so they're never going to do that. It's never going to go down. It'll be a couple of select artists who then in a few months will quietly put their music back on because they could say they made a big stink about it and then they'll quietly put it back on when we all forgot that they I made mean, the big stink. Obviously, like it wasn't as big, like streaming was nowhere near as big as it is now. But like Taylor has literally pulled her music off streaming before. And Spotify, like, and then like, quietly put it back this. on. <laughs> Taylor Swift's well, notorious for doing that. Even though this podcast is still on Spotify, I am an Apple music user, so <laughs> there's no change here. Spotify will say nicer things if you say if you give us money. Spotify will say nicer things about you. <laughs> they a lot will. Of money, They're though. speaking for themselves. <laughs> All right, are we ready for yeah. our fifth and final topic of the week? Am I ready? Yes, I'm so um, ready. I'm you like scary movies? The fifth installment of the Scream franchise has been killing the box office while rain- reigniting the potential to reboot the franchise. We are entering spoiler territory. Continue at your own risk. The movie marks the return of Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and Ooh. David Arquette, in addition to the Scream debuts of Melissa Barrera, Jack Quaid, and Jenny Ortega. This is the first screen movie since the passing of Wes Craven. He is honored in the movie not only by the character name, but during the party scene toast, where many former Scream actors and crew members lended their voices. All right, let's start with Scout here, because you, uh, my dear, went on a journey <laughs> last week where you decided for the first time in your entire life to watch. My Scream journey has Scream. been wild. My <gasps> Scream journey has been wild. So I'm literally so two happy weeks ago. You. I think uh, it must have been two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, the week before Martin Luther King Jr. Um, day. On Tuesday, my best friend came over and we watched Scream. And it was the first time I'd ever seen Scream. And I'd never seen any of them. And then, so we wa- I watched Scream on Tuesday. I watched Scream 2 on Wednesday. I watched, and then my best friend came over on Friday during the day and we watched Scream 3 and 4 back to back. And then I went and saw Scream 5 in theaters on Monday. So it was very like I literally saw all five screen movies for the first time in my life, all of them in the course of seven days. It was a wild journey. It was wild. How did you survive not watching any of them? Well, they're and not the real movies. Time... Ghostface isn't actually killing people. I was just that's how I survived. Uh huh. And and but not knowing like the big twists of the movies because um you said you watched scary movies, so like basically everything in there is a parody of Scream. So it's actually funny because like, yes, I have seen Scary Movie, but I like, I didn't know what was a parody of what uh, in Scary Movie. So I didn't really, like, it was very funny to watch in the sense of like, I would see things in Scream and be like, oh, 
no, I get that scene in mm-hmm. scary movie. Because like I've seen scary movies just like with other people, like it's just been on whatever. Um, piano is a wild, wild, wild experience. Um, the only like twist that I had known ahead of time was the first movie, but that's just because that picture of the two of them looking all faggoty with blood all over them. This is everywhere. It's kind of like that's <laughs> a hard one to. <laughs> to and, and, it, because, and it was one of the most important. The 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of the most important cinematic moments in uh, movie was, history. It's because very good. Yeah, you, you killed off the biggest star of the movie in the first thirteen minutes. Incredible. Um, now, Mikey, you said you watched it this week. Scream Five. I did. Annie, I have you seen it. Scream Five? Yeah, I saw it on. Like, okay. I think so. We're we're all here to talk about it. Um. Listeners, we're going to get it right into the big spoiler. Dewey dead. R.I.P. Yeah, that like bummed me out. I, I was here for it. Yeah, I was as soon as he like as soon as they had the scene in the trailer where like Dewey was like, "Oh, the rules." I was like, "They're going to Han Solo mm-hmm. him." They have was, to, like you have to. Han I was Solo like, somebody. "He's Han Solo." <laughs> I was just like, yeah. "I saw it coming," and then it happened, and I was like, "No, Dewey." Oh, but wow. whoever explains <laughs> the rules also always dies. Mm-hmm. Except for the lesbian. Mm-hmm. The girl. Oh, one of the she, twins. Did she uh, yeah, yeah. explain the rules or was it Dewey that explained the rules first? Dewey, Dewey was the one who explained the rules to like the girl, to the sister so that's, boyfriend. Yeah, so then he was the one. She just kept imi- echoing from the original stab. Also, this Thank is like you, her, go ahead. This is a slight sidebar. Did any of you see the movie at like an AMC? I no, regal. I didn't. I, I saw it at a regal. Obsessed with the thing that AMC plays before the Nicole movie. Kidman like, like Nicole Kidman. Oh, I almost a went to an AMC to see it. She walks into an empty movie theater in a three-piece rhinestone pinstripe suit. Is it a pantsuit? It's a pantsuit. And she goes, <gasps> and she literally looks at the screen and she goes, heartbreak can feel good in a place like this. What does that mean? <laughs> That should be someone's entrance line next season on Drag Race. In a three-piece pantsuit. In a three-piece, it was. It's the Holy strangest thing. Bar. When I was a little girl, and she, it's she's going to the movie in a suit, talking about heartbreak, oh. everything. Now I don't know about typecasting, but we talked about um, our little lesbian of uh, of Scream Five. She also plays a lesbian on Yellow Jackets. That's funny. Is she a lesbian, like the actress? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I hope so. Now, Mikey, <laughs> last week you had not seen Yellow Jackets. This week you have seen Yellow Jackets. I've seen all of Yellow Jackets this week. All right, season one. Give us a give us a rating. Um, a B C D. Where are we going with it? What are you putting? I have to give it a B because it was not. Okay. It was very slow. Uh-huh. Um, but I they planned for five seasons and I'm ready for the journey and it did pick up at the end. So I'm very excited. The writing is so good. The acting is so good. I. It was just a smidge too slow to probably get a general audience involved. If you want your five seasons, you got to pick it up a teeny bit. That's fair. Now, last week I asked, would you survive Yellow Jackets? I'm no, going to ask y'all, no. um, can you, would you survive a scary movie? No. Are we no. Doing, that depends <laughs> what rules of this. There's a hot guy. Had different if there's rules. another hot guy in the movie, I'm done because I'm fucking him. I'm having sex. I'm mad though. The guy who ended up being the killer like wasn't even that hot. He just looked a little filthy, like unwashed. 
Um, it's actually funny because when I saw the poster that they put out, that was like the killer is on this poster. I was like, that little grimy man looks like real shady. <laughs> and then it was like in the what's theater. Interesting, like, oh. What's interesting. What's interesting. You talking is, about Jack Quaid? Yeah, yeah. I don't know oh, how or why, is. but I had been spoiled on Jack Quaid being a killer for months now. I don't know what happened or how I knew that. So how? I watched it last night. I don't she know. It's like some weird what? dream. And like, I don't know. I was on the Reddit from the movie. I yeah. I was not because I I was purposely keeping it away. I hadn't seen it at all until I, um, uh, someone on this panel sent me a uh, cam uh, camcorder <laughs> version of the movie, so I did get to watch it last night. Um, yeah. That was an experience. How um, was it? <laughs> it was... <laughs> allegedly, this is all allegedly to the FBI so, listening. Allegedly, this is what Latino. This is what I'm going to say is. It was not the American version because the text messages were in Spanish. Love allegedly, that. allegedly. So I don't know what the text messages said. Was, if there was a movie, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was spoiled on Jack Wade being the killer. I don't know why or if it was just How? my intuition of being like, oh, of course they're putting Jack Wade in the movie. It's a killer um, um, because he's so squeaky, cl- so squeaky clean on the boys. My thought I, was too obvious. Like, my whole thing was that I. I feel like I go into these movies too rational. And then when it was revealed, I was like, no way this 17 year old had that much upper body strength to like take down a 50 like, year old crush sheriff. Dewey. <laughs> right, like, she did she CrossFit in half. And I was like, that's a child. That's Millie Bobby Brown. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> she saw that's that's the one thing. If I like, maybe, maybe that's will be a podcast I'll do in the future is breaking down the kills of horror movies because uh, there are certain people in the Scream franchise that I'm like, that's near impossible. I stand Lori Metcalf in Scream 2, but there's no fucking way she had some of those kills. There, she couldn't have. Um, no, the other guy did. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to break it down. Who did she kill? Because she, um, she was a frail old lady. The number of, like, experiencing all of the deaths in this franchise in seven days was absolutely hilarious, mostly because, like, <laughs> I was, so I knew Drew Barrymore died, but then, like, in the whole like Rose McGowan scene, the first <laughs> shot they have of her going through the cat doors, her getting all the way through it. She like shoves her whole half, the whole half of her body goes through it. And then she, the next shot, she's like pretending like she didn't actually get through it. And I'm like, her ass was real thick. She, she, she got a BBL before and after. <laughs> yeah. she, got, she got that Kim Kardashian ass. Yeah. All right. She's do we have Rose McGowan with the BBO and Scream? <laughs> we're gonna go rapid fire here. We're gonna we're gonna talk about who is our favorite Scream franchise killer. Obviously, for me, it's uh, Mrs. Loomis. Come on, brilliant. I say Jill. Jill. Ew. Okay. I, I still think she. Wait, is that that's Emma I Roberts? Yeah. Character. Girl, bye. I, I think her. she's still alive. I'm still I convinced she's alive. Her. Uh, so well, well, from Scream 4, we do know that Kirby's alive. Yeah, they said that Kirby was alive in, season, in Scream 5. Mm-hmm. Bring was back Hayden Panettiere. No, Kirby, Hayden Panettiere. She got stabbed and then her body just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then in Scream 5, it said she was a survivor. Yep. Also, did anyone remember the Scream like show that they had? Yes. yes. Yeah. And then Different- it got... Cancelled on a cliffhanger. Yes. yes. And I was so pissed no. because it was it was even as as much as this movie was billed as like, oh, it's gonna be like gory or scream. That was the grossest shit I've ever seen. Someone got yeah. like shoved through like a like a saw, like a sawmill. And it was like repulsive. And then they were just like, okay, like who's the killer? Like 
next season and then that was it on Netflix and I was like oh is it like currently airing it like ended three years prior it, it was, was such a good show it was so good and I have like the biggest entertainment blue balls from it and I still like I still want to know this the MTV scream is your Twin Peaks it literally it was <laughs> so good hey Mikey Very- Annie who are your favorite killers I love my homosexual stew. <laughs> I love Matthew Lillard. He's who, so who apparently good. is still campaigning to come back. He wants it. The door is now open for Scream Six if he he is able to come back. I don't want Scream Six. It's going to happen. This was too much. Of I know. Cow. I it's know gonna it was going to happen, but I just don't want it to happen. I think even the, the legacy screenwriter is right said there. Like, if they had known it was going to be received this well, they would have just tried to get Scream Six greenlit while they were filming screen yeah. five we need to create like a new sexier franchise called like cream it'll be good <laughs> i'm pretty sure that that's just a parody on pornhub yeah <laughs> that's just the new eminem no, I, I already i already told i already told someone i'm gonna create a franchise it's called laugh um uh, what's your favorite f- uh funny movie um, and the voice that the on the phone is going to be Mr. Movie Phone, and it's going to be Clown Face. So maybe a drag queen. We'll see. That's going to be the franchise yeah. I'm creating. Annie, who's your favorite killer? Yeah, I I would go with Matthew Lillard too, because like the original, like I don't know what the actor's name is who played Billy. He's Steve like orange, yeah, and he has aged very well. Like that hairline is sure still right. But the way that they like so poorly like filled in his wrinkles completely like <laughs> ruined that character for me. I was like, why'd they even try? Like he just looks like like someone's dad now. And so yeah. I think Matthew Lillard is an icon. I think the live action Scooby Doo is such an underrated movie. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, oh, so good. Cardellini deserves an Oscar for that red sex shop cat suit she was wearing. Yes. Um, and I think Matthew Lillard is like such an iconic. Like, I was more shocked by him also being the killer when I first watched Scream than I was with um, Billy. We have a favorite overall character from the Scream franchise. Purely because of the look, and I've seen so many drag queens do really creative numbers with it, I I honestly feel like Drew Barrymore. I'm obsessed with Parker Posey. I'm sorry, that was just (laughs) pure... Watching Scream 3 was a trip because I had no idea who was in it and then just like people would show up and I was like you're in this too right (laughs) Uh, Mikey who's your favorite Sarah Michelle Gellar was in Scream 2 right yeah yes that's my favorite I yeah she got chucked off the balcony she got chucked off the balcony yep that was Sarah Michelle Gellar Uh yeah she sure was in that Miss Buffy alone in the yeah alone in the (laughs) sorority house and, and Scout, who's your fave? My fave, like, character? Yeah. Um, I, I love Gail. <laughs> She's so rich. But She's now, so when, when are you going to do uh, Scream I thought she Gail was hair. done. Oh, my God. I thought Gail was done. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, also, Daddy, when, when are you going to do... Um, fire. What am so I? Good. When are you going to do Scout? When are you going to do Gail Weathers' Scream 3 hair? Whenever I chop off the base to a wig <laughs> too far. I want a queen to like get one of those really, really luxury wig makers to like commission that hair. Like Koji Ichikawa should do the three <laughs> bangs. Yes. Wait, 
I like I was reading some interview and she said that that's like she said it was a wig and they only had one and they yeah. just kept cutting the bangs too far. She talked about it on uh, the Drew Barrymore show. That. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. <laughs> so good for her. Now, obviously, we love scary movies. I I I will watch them. Um, I'm not. I, most of the time, I don't like to be scared, so like I'll usually read ahead or like know some spoilers. <laughs> are there are there any scary movie franchises that you think need a little more redemption? Redemption, like like what do you mean by that? I mean, please bring elaborate. it back and and do it better. If we're going in this whole like requel kind of like legacy cast moving on to new things, and like I definitely can see. Like, I, I'm very well aware that there's already been a million Jason movies, but, like, I can see how, like, bringing back Friday the 13th in a, like, 2022 way, there could be a good way to do it. I don't think that's hey, going to figure it out. crystal method. <laughs> well, I think the reason that the Friday the 13th movies are so, like, iconic is because they're so campy. I mean, I don't know, because they're going to bring it back and they're going to try and make it too serious, I'm Well, worried. it's like the 2000s, like... Scary. The like last one, the like they did remake Friday the Thirteenth back in like what two thousand nine or whatever, and like I started watching it and I could not get through it because it just wasn't like I, I want like, whimsy. I think there could be a way if we're gonna like if the only thing that's gonna be happening is like things are being rebooted or like remade or reworked or whatever. I think there could be a funny way to do it. I don't know that I don't know that it'll actually happen, but I mean, if they yeah, do it with all drag queens. And they just made oh, it serious please. and like had like the drag queen. Have RuPaul serious? No. Put on VH1. June Jambalaya <laughs> has the Gail Weathers wig. <laughs> June Jambalaya. Stop! I love it. Oh, I mean, oh. Halloween is kind of pushing us to, uh, again, with Scream and Halloween doing so well, we, we yeah. really like those franchises. So don't be surprised if other ones come, start coming back it's again. Nightmare on Let's bring movie. Leprechaun back. Okay. Okay. My favorite video is when it was on the recent Halloween like press tour, and it's a compilation of Jamie Lee Uh, Curtis saying the word trauma. Trauma. And she's like, and it's just like five minutes long of her going trauma, intergenerational trauma, Trauma. pain, harm, and trauma. Trauma. Like, like it loses all of the meaning. It's. I know there is. I'm starting to instigating these like confrontations because like oh yeah. She's it's like the Michael, same thing as Gaga back. and like, the like hundred people thing. in a room. Just like she memorized one thing for that press tour, and she right. said, "This is on." I, I know there is the series. I haven't seen it, but I want to see what a new version of I know we did last summer would do. Oh, sure. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I want, want Jennifer's body probably. too. Literally, <laughs> same <laughs> wavelength. True. I because. Uh, Megan Fox is just completely soiling any of her like femme fatale mysterious public image at the moment. We know she's going <laughs> to do it again. We know she has that weird thorned wedding ring. Like we know it's coming and I want it with a man. Like, Jennifer's like, body like, right now. The same, so why not make it? Right. Put Machine Gun Kelly in it too. I'm right. down for it. All right. Well, I, I, I'm excited to see what happens with Scream 6. It's going to happen um i i just wait what what give me the number what number is the screen movie going to be um sydney going to be the killer what movie number is going to be well i mean she was on set for like 12 minutes for this movie they got they they were like well we only need you for two days um and her only line was just trauma 
Then he's going to be killer in one of gun. them. I just know it. I thought at the beginning when he called her and she's like, yeah, I'm staying away. I'm like, oh, she's just, they literally called her. I was like, oh, that's a 13 camera. second scene. Uh-huh. Uh, well, what are you um, looking forward to next week? What, what, what's on the docket? What do you, what, what's happening? What Aside from Celebrity Big Brother officially starting. Pass. Uh, when does it start? The second. So soon. Yeah, the day after. Drag Race UK versus the world. Oh, oh my god. I'm excited for that. Oh. All four of the contestants battling it out. <laughs> four? I thought it was three. <laughs> Listen, I don't I'm excited for that. I'm excited for it. Um, I try to get um, a Rue girl to come do a Rue cap. Um, she's left me on red, but I'm going to keep bug- bugging her. We'll see. She had COVID this week, so she should have been able to answer. Kitty. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine, Kitty. We'll, we'll get I you on at some point. Um, but yeah, I think we got a lot of fun reality TV coming. And we didn't have an official Britney segment this week, but I am sure she's going to give us something this week. Right. Hopefully with just yeah, Oprah. Tomorrow. Oprah interview is coming at some point. Oprah interview is coming. Please, I need that. All right, well, where can we find all of you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Let's go in alphabetical order. Annie, go. Uh, It's underscore Atomic Annie on all socials, just regular Atomic Annie on Venmo. Mikey? So on Instagram, it's Mikey Nichols Pay, and then I'm going to be plugging. Uh, we just started announcing for Let's Get Back to Quality for the Slay for this summer. Um, and we just announced Carrie Colby uh, as the Rue Girl. And for our local girl, we announced Cherry Blase from Binghamton. So it's going to be really good. We're going to be announcing a bunch of girls as this week. Uh, so the whole lineup will be revealed by next Friday. It's going to be super fun. Tickets are going to go on sale soon. It's going to be a good time. So if you're looking this summer in July and you're coming up to Albany area and you want to come to Frog Alley and party with us, it's going to be fun. Come play. Oh, you should go home. I should. You should go. Mm-hmm. Go see Carrie Colby. Uh, it's going to be a good fucking lineup. Right <laughs> All right, Scott, what about you? Uh, I'm uh, on Instagram and Venmo at Scout Sonner. Um, I don't really have any projects coming up, but that's just because. Yeah, because you're not slaying them in a pageant. And... Yeah, listen, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. That's, that's a, I don't even know what's happening with that situation. Honestly, very, very happy. I don't have to pay for a pageant, pa- pa- pageant package in the middle of a fucking pandemic. So, um, you were just going to even spell pageant package. Uh, like, they can all have fun. They can enjoy their time. But uh, yeah, no, I'm not really doing anything right now. I'm just trying to survive the fucking winter. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure having you all on. Thanks for being here. Thanks Thank for you having for us. A huge thanks to my panel for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blog talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.